Hello, everyone, and welcome to Popcast on the Rocks, episode Unda Trois. We're a pop culture podcast that talks about pop culture things, and sometimes there's whiskey. My name is John. I'm joined by Andrea. As always, how's it going? Good, good. Just, you know, excuse the uh, dusty, sweaty mess that is me over here. Just uh, <laughs> sliding in after softball. Nice. You caught that, yeah. that horrible, horrible softball. Caught play. it. Yeah, you got it. Ah, I'm two in a row. I'm on fire. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, well, hey, me too. But I, I did. I changed my shirt. Otherwise, there would be dust around sure. here. So, yes. Oh, making me Bean look dust, bad, though. John. Making Bean me look dust. bad. You like did the whole effort and try and change your shirt thing. And I'm just like, mm, you get what you get. <laughs> you, you slid in later than me. So yes, yeah, super um, true. Mm -hmm. Super true. <laughs> yep. Well, uh, tonight's going to be a record short episode, but mm -hmm. that doesn't mean there won't be lots of fun, um, mm -hmm. fun to be had, uh, episode, like I say, 123, we're, we're, you know, moving on up there. Um, later in the episode, we're going to be talking about webtoons. Uh, one in particular, maybe meant to be. If you've been following along, that's one we've uh, one of the two we've been covering, and uh, we're still talking about this one this week. It's we'll be spoilery about it, so be warned there. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, before that, we have a whole bunch of spoiler-free content, and before any of that, mm -hmm. we got to talk about drink holidays, right? Yes, yes. Uh, there are just a couple this second week of October. Um, we've got on October 2nd, it was national vodka day, or as I sometimes like to say, vodka. I don't know why, but it's just like, makes me feel like a little bit more mm -hmm. fancy, a little bit more fun. Yeah. Um, and then we have two very related holidays, uh, on October 7th, it's barrel aged beer day. Thank goodness. I didn't try to say that 10 times fast. Mm -hmm. And then on the 9th today. Today, there's still time to celebrate. It is beer and pizza day. Classic combo. Nice. Yes. Yeah. I had pizza a few days ago. I don't know if that counts. <laughs> um, <laughs> pizza should be had all days. That's my sure. opinion. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. I mean, I guess your, your digestive system does get used to a lot. Like, you can well, really pack on things and then and like pizza i feel like is a broad like you could have dessert pizza you could have breakfast pizza like mm -hmm. there's like mm -hmm. a broad range of options with pizza flatbread right you could do some sort of like goat cheese and some marmalade right? could, and uh, bacon yeah flatbread be a doesn't little, have to you know, just arugula. be like yeah it doesn't have to be just like pepperoni pizza you know what i mean like we could be fancy yeah. we could be breakfast we could be dessert we could be anything so mm -hmm. it's versatile. Well, I know you've been uh, softballing it up, but are you uh, capping that with anything to celebrate? In, uh, Sadly, no, no nightcaps for me. Just uh, rehydrating after my game. <laughs> Being a responsible adult. Blah. Nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm dehydrated when I'm in the field a lot because if I drink yes. how much I want to, I just have to go to the bathroom all the time. Right, right. So you kind of so... have to measure it out. Yeah, so I sit there dehydrated. So if I'm all wrinkly and stuff, it's because uh, yeah, I don't have any water. <laughs> no, but, um, I, I totally feel that. I mean, it's the same with softball. Like if I chug some water, like, yeah, I mean, I could be like, you know, out in the outfield waiting for a catch and be like, ooh, whoopsie, 
kind of have to pee. Yeah. You got to do the hydrate intensely till two hours before. Right. And then cut then it you, off. You use the restroom and then you're, you're right. basically good other than sips for the rest of the night. Right. It's like model rules. Like you, you get cut off yeah. even from liquids. Is it like, yep. it's like at least an hour or two before a show, right? I think it's longer than that. Is it more? I, mean, okay. I suppose it depends on the, yeah, the show or the association or something like that. But I think I remember hearing about the, you know, Victoria's Secret Angels, and that was like that was ungodly long time. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. I think you just like, you're like kind of like a football player. You get like little squirt bottles just to get your mouth wet. And then that's mm -hmm. like, that's what you can have. You don't actually get to like drink it. That doesn't sound good. No. No. <laughs> no. Um, well, I'm drinking a beer. So I'm celebrating both the beer. Well, half of the beer and pizza day. I'm, I am sans pizza, but uh, I said there's still I have time. A beer. I know. <laughs> Actually, there's, well, I suppose I could whip up something. Um, then it was, would not be the shortest podcast ever as we <laughs> follow me to the kitchen and uh, <laughs> make pizza. The show's going to make a uh, left turn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm drinking the beer that I showcased last week that I didn't Yay. get to. So it is a, a barrel aged beer. Yes. Uh, um, it's the, the Duchess one. Focus, focus camera. Focus. Not going to happen, I guess. Oh, oh, there bam. it is. There it is. <laughs> bam. Just had to cover your face a little bit more. Yeah. So yeah, this, that's so, the barrel aged sour. How is that? I don't know yet. Yeah, oh, okay. We're gonna oh. find out. All right. So sip and share, buddy, because uh, right. I was really, I was really interested in this one, because um, I've just never heard of a barrel aged sour. Ooh. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. It's really good. What um, What kind of notes is it? Like, is it like fruity? Is it light? Is it red? We oh, said it's it was definitely red fruity. Ale? Yeah. Okay. It reminds me a lot of um of a cider. You know, okay. so like you get a real, real dry cider mm -hmm. um, or even a pretty dry, um, dry red wine. Sure. That's really what this is like. Okay. So yeah, not like particularly like. beer. Yeah, not yeah. particularly beery. The, the only beer element really is a little bit of foam, you know, some of that carbonation. But the rest is really like a kind of a dry wine or cider sort of thing. So okay, it's good. Yeah, I, I'm, I dig it. That sounds good to me. Yeah. Sounds like a And I'm going to class it up even more <gasps> because I have a really sweet bass coo beer koozie. <laughs> or look at that. Oh, uh, is this guy. is this truly what the duchess deserves? <laughs> yeah, of course, you know. <laughs> oh, there she goes. Can. There yeah. she goes. Oh, poor lady. <laughs> <laughs> so Yes. Uh, salute. Um, so we've had a, uh, an episode more recent than usual, but mm -hmm. uh, what have you managed to watch and such in the meantime? Yeah, just a couple of things. Um, I caught up. Um, I was an episode behind. Um, so I caught up on the Great British Baking Show episodes uh, three and four from this last week um and yeah they're they're oh my god it, the great british breaking show like the nicest sweetest most wholesome show ever is undergoing a bit of a controversy right now because they had 
this last week's theme was Mexican week. And they, there were some like jokes that were like maybe a little borderline. And there were moments where it was like a lot like this, the stretch into like being Mexican culture or like the criteria for like, this looks like, Oh, this looks like really Mexican to me. Um, the bar was pretty low. There was a stretch or like one woman. Oh God. Couldn't say guacamole. So she was like, mm. I'm making this, this here guacamole. And I was like, Oh, <laughs> that's a lot. Like, Oh, <laughs> so on the one hand, like, oh, God, it's like the saddest scandal for the Great British Baking Show to be, like, dragged into. On the one hand, like, I get it. It was a lot at times. Like, there were moments when even I was like, oh, guys, like, you you got to be a little better than that. And then on the other, like, I don't know. It's It's not as bad as people think, you know. Mm. It's the truth lies somewhere in the middle. Yeah. But yeah, I just I couldn't usually, believe, like... like Great British Baking Show was like headline scandal for this. And I was like, oh, of course it's this. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, yeah, I give like, I mean, I give a lot of leeway or whatever. Um, I think that uh, one thing that beca can become annoying, I guess, like I don't have a, an issue with it so much as I, it can be annoying is I remember meeting um, colleagues, friend or whatever, that is from England. And mm -hmm. then everybody is around the table and had some drinks and some people cannot resist imitating the accent. Poorly. Yeah. So poorly. And I'm like, okay, the person's got to get this all the time. What's, what are they supposed to do? They're going right. to, what do you they, do with they're that? They're not, they're done laughing. You know, yeah. it's not funny anymore. No one's doing it to be mean or something like that, you know, but it still is this like, obnoxious at a point like can yes be, and i understand the impulse like when i when someone's around for me especially southerners when i'm around southerners and they are speaking a southern accent i very 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 much want to imitate their yeah. kind of uh dialect it's, it's weird it's like a pull like you you mm -hmm. just you want to like you're you you just like it's like a desire to shape your words that way i actually get that way um around some of my german relatives when they're oh, yeah. when we're when they're like conversing with me in English and like suddenly I have this weird like desire or like urge or something to imitate their accent. And it's not mm -hmm. something I'm like trying to do or make fun of or like I don't know what it is. Like I don't think I can speak like I they think do, it's a... but just like I don't know. It's a like a weird urge. I think on its base level, oh, it's a it's inherent yeah. like you know, in us to fit in kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like how you go and then you, uh, if you live somewhere, often people quickly pick up the accent or at least mm -hmm. people it. And it's just like you have a desire to to belong. So, mm -hmm. yeah, this is what Alan posted is interesting too. The code switching as a term yeah. for having a conversation in which you're switching between mm -hmm. dialects or languages, multiple within a conversation. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, there was a controversy not long ago with um, DC Comics because it was like Hispanic Heritage Month. And mm -hmm. so they did some special covers or whatever, and they had Green, Green Lantern on them. And he had like a bag of tamales 
uh, and floating in space. And it just it was uh, whatever the the, yeah. the criticism was like this is the only thing you can do to because right. the, the sad thing was the, there was an original cover that looked pretty badass. It was Green Lantern standing there with like a Mexican flag mm-hmm. in space. And it was, I don't know, it was cool. But then I guess that wasn't enough. And they had to add the bag of tamales, you know? Like and that. They've done a number of these things now. Uh, yeah. That, I don't know. That's, that's the thing where, like, I completely, I feel like that's so legit because you already had something there and it was great. Mm-hmm. And, like, what was the point of the tamales? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's, that's, to be fair, like, some of this, again, I thought was a little bit funny or, like, not particularly, like, meant to be insulting and then there were some things where like the judge was like oh it's so colorful so it's obviously mexican and i was like ah that that's not what i think you mean to say like you know what i mean like that's not maybe after all in combination you know like with the way the show is edited and put together like you said it's just getting to be a lot right like i hope that there was something else that she maybe said because like it did feel like really like that's all that you think makes something mexican is just Mm -hmm. like some bright colors like Mm oh so yeah so like there's there's times when you're like ah let's not like try to be so token and like try to go for like such like obvious like or or simplistic views of something like it is a complicated culture i think it comes from the whole like being on television and trying to trying yeah. to always like fill air and be yes. that sort of attitude like, right. and it just it it comes off as fake you know it comes off as you know pretentious sometimes or just cringe because it's like no one would say this no one would think this whatever it is you know and yes. uh that's kind of the the nature of like live television and things or you absolutely know. you can tell sometimes when people are like they're like trying to make a funny comment and you're like, that was trying real hard. Mm-hmm. And like yep. most of the time you can let it pass though. And sometimes you're like, yeah. whoops, like that was not a great one. I would say though that people are deaf. I mean, not news, but people are always searching for a controversy if this is right. The, right. The and like, that's, that's why I was like, I think, right. Like the truth lies somewhere in the middle. Like, as as a viewer, was I like bothered by everything that people pointed out was problematic? No, I was not. Now, am I? Am I? Um, do I claim to be part of any sort of Mexican culture? Again, no, I do not. So I can't say like what might be offensive to me if I were Mexican. Um, but there were some things that were like, you could probably clean that up. Like we didn't have to say guacamole. <laughs> I mean, like uh, the little old lady see, who said it was adorable. funny, you know. I, like yeah. the little old lady who said it was adorable, but also like we probably could have like at least made her try a little bit harder to get guacamole. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was that was the the scandal slash news out of the Great British Baking Show. Um, I watched Halloween Wars episode three, and I love the themes that they're doing this year because they're doing locations haunted locations and this week's episode was Alcatraz where I have been to loved my tour of Alcatraz um I felt a little bit cheated though because they were going into all this like spooky history Mm. it's like I didn't get that on the tour like yeah what the heck yeah like tell me more about this um so they did like 
supernatural prison break out of Alcatraz. And mm. there are some pretty good ones. So that was a lot of fun to to watch. I feel like it's a newer thing now when you go, if you've gone now, I'm sure they offer the like scary tour. tour. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that's, I think, a little bit newer. Sure. You know, it wasn't so commonplace before. Yeah, and I mean, uh, gosh, we went, we went right before our wedding. So, I mean, eight okay. years ago now. So yeah, mm. I mean, there's pro- there's probably like a midnight haunted, you know, spooky yep. tour of Alcatraz, which I would totally go to, by the way, because Alcatraz yeah. is spooky, and I can't imagine like at night it doesn't get more intense. Ashley definitely wants to go. Yeah, yeah. she hasn't been. Yeah, yeah, definitely worth it. I really enjoyed that tour. Um, and then I finally, just because it was on, and I was like, oh my god, I haven't watched this in ages. I put it on for some like giggles and background noise. Um, a supernatural movie, I believe from the nineties called the covenant. And it's about like four boys from Salem who are like the descendants of witch families. And like, they're about to set ascend into their powers, but it's like dangerous and scary. And they have to like fight like the long lost guy who comes back and is like, I'm the fifth family and I'm going to kill you all. Take all your powers. Um, and it's basically just like a bunch of good looking guys like running around using their powers on each other and then also swimming. <laughs> also swimming mm. because you gotta have that gratuitous, like, you know, skin shot. Um this is but, like free but with powers. Well, yes. Um and Sebastian Stan is in it, Chase Crawford and Taylor Kitsch. Okay. Are the three I know a couple of those. Yeah, three of the the five are like decent, you know, like you'd recognize them. Well known, yeah. Um, Winter Soldier's in it, hilarious, like how far his career has come. Um, and then the <laughs> and then the other two, I don't know that they're anybody notable now. So, okay. But yeah, cool. it's it's a it's a fun. It's still, lots of fun. Yeah, it's a fun flick. Like you you have to like suspend your disbelief and like just go with like how nineties it is, but it's a good time, right? Um, Ashley's watching something that's a throwback now while I'm oh, yeah. going a bunch. She started she True got? Blood over. <gasps> nice. Oh, uh, I forgot <laughs> early True Blood is so good. And then I, it just like falls on its face. I saw a little bit and I'm like, oh my God. I, it, it was coming off to me as kind of cheesy. And hmm. I suppose because I didn't start from the beginning. I'm just walking in on a scene, you know, or whatever, sure. but. Were you walking on like uh, episode or um no, sorry not episode but season one still no it's in season two I think already now so I literally just saw as I was eating dinner um the God told me to do this God wants wants this Jason oh my God (laughs) Uh, I forgot about that that part of that part of the series is like it's weird but good but then like. Season two is so much fun with like the main yeah. ad running all over town. Yeah. I just was, it was excited because a woman from Battlestar Galactica was in there. So I thought, Oh, that's cool. You know? Oh, but, right. Yeah. So I yeah. am. But, uh, anyways, I, uh, I will be where, seeing. Like, pop up. Yeah. I will be intermittently seeing parts of that. Um, as she watches through it. Um, I wonder how far she'll go or where she'll stop or if she'll go all the way through this time. So 
props to yeah. her if she can. It's tough. Yeah. Um, other horror related things. We did watch the first episode of Dahmer. I was everybody's been talking about that on Netflix and, yeah. um, it was good. Yeah. I mean, it's just the first episode, but it's very well done. It's shot. Well acted very well. It looks good. I I'm interested to see how the, they compose the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. I won't give any spoilers, but just the way that the first episode starts, I'm like, Oh, okay. What you're clearly going to do this in a, I don't know, non-linear fashion or something, mm, you know. Sure. Um, but yeah, I, it's very promising. So um, I think some people are taking it a little too like documentary, like this is documentary. Uh, sure. It's not as drama dramatization based on Jeffrey right. Dahmer, obviously, but uh, but because immediately I'm, I recognize some things like that's not how that happened, but um, nonetheless, is it's good and entertaining and stuff. So. Um, hoping to hoping to find time to keep going on that. Awesome. And then I managed to watch one episode. So I was watching the YouTube show Weebs and Waifus, and <laughs> someone in the chat recommended the host that they watched the show 86. Okay. And they really liked it a lot. And so I gave the first episode of that a shot. And I would say that also based on the first episode is very promising. It's like in sometime or future or world or whatever i don't really know yet where um everybody has got like silver hair and um they have made these big strides in technology where they just they are at some they're in some sort of war but they're claiming hey no casualties in war because we have these amazing like drones to Mm -hmm. fight our war for us so there's no no people involved well um, this is again, On this both is just sides the first episode. Or just this one side? As far as I know, the I don't know if they've mentioned the other side. As far as I know, the one side, this has been the case. Okay, because um, I was going to say that would be a very weird war, like no casualties on either side. What do you even do? How are you? Yeah, right, or deplete <laughs> the other resources, you know? Yeah, you yeah, still I take guess. over land, you know, because, you know, it'll be that way eventually, I would imagine, you know? Just sure, yeah. Robots just, it's, fighting. It's an odd concept. Mm hmm. Yeah. But they the the reality is these drones actually are piloted by people, but these are basically banished people from society. They're not born with the silver hair or something like that. Oh, so like and, outsider-y type like yeah. aberrations. And the authorities that be, you know, they would put out the numbers. And so it's unclear to me yet, and maybe this is explained, it's unclear to me yet if the general citizenship understands that there are casualties they just don't see these people as human so it doesn't count or if that's the way the authorities are seeing it and they're not telling the rest of the population got it i'm not quite sure yet but the first episode was very dramatic it looked really good um yeah so i would like to continue that as well cool it sounds interesting um that's our weeks we just have two news stories before we get to the central topic. Um, the first one, I don't know if there's much to say about it, but I just thought it was interesting. Yeah. Uh, I guess Christian Bale did a little interview with GQ, and he said that he only gets roles that Leonardo DiCaprio has passed on. <laughs> I, yeah, I, it's hard to tell. Like, sometimes I feel like he's trying to be funny and like have a sense of humor about it. And then like Mm -hmm. 
some parts are like, maybe he's more serious about this. Like, I don't know. I was reading like snippets of the interview and I was just like, God, I can't tell. Um, sure. Whether serious or joking, like, I don't know. It's It feels like a plausible thing to say. Like he picked the right person that like, I would be like, sure. Sure. Like the amount of like roles that I feel like Leo has been offered and like turned down because he likes to do what he likes to do at this point. Like I, I could feel it. Mm. Yeah. See, I always, I, I just imagine like Christian Bale can be really picky too or whatever, but if he's always getting the second shot at it, um, I feel like he would be comfortable in a second shot kind of place. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Like, I still feel like sure. he'd be picky about what he wants to do and like, take on roles that are interesting to him or like offbeat or like he really has to stretch himself physically and emotionally and mentally for. But if he like got that because Leo passed on it, I just feel like he's the kind of guy who'd be like, so what? Like, sure. I still want to do it. So good for me. Well, only one of the two was Batman. So that's something True. that counts for something. I, I always thought of and Christian Bale as a better actor, but Maybe people prefer working with Leo and he knows the know, you know, who to know better or something like that. I feel like I feel like they both have really I mean, I feel like Christian Bale is more consistent, but they both have some really amazing scenes. Like, I really feel like Leo was overlooked for the work that he did in Django Unchained. Sure. His his like plantation owner portrayal, I think something candy. I can't remember the first name of his character, but oh my God, like it was amazingly good. So I feel like he does have like these standout, just like holy shit moments, but he's just not as like, I don't know, to me, solidly consistent in when I think great actor. Sure. Uh, Alan says Kelvin candy. Kelvin Candy. Okay. Yeah, I could not I could not remember the first name. I very much appreciate that role for the memes. Uh yeah. because I've seen that used a lot for yeah. all sorts of various things. So I the... very much appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh it's it's versatile. So it is. Yeah. It is versatile. But I mean, it is really genuinely uh to me a really wonderful performance just like passion dedication just like in the momentness that he achieved i know some of it was just like off script and you know they just went with it and Mm -hmm. to me that's like the hallmark of a great actor you like take a a weird moment and you make it amazing yeah well and i know it's more mild or whatever but i i really actually appreciated his role in the uh once upon a time in hollywood i did too I actually thought he did really well in there. So yeah, I was worried it was going to be some sort of like vanity thing, and I mm. think the movie could be seen that way, like as a whole. But I don't feel like his performance was just like a vanity role. Do you know what I mean? Like there was some genuinely sure. good thing happening there, and some good chemistry between himself and Brad Pitt. Is Leonardo DiCaprio still attractive? Is he still a catch? He is still attractive. I never. He's not a hunk. 
No, not, not like a total hottie. Um, which is funny because like, I've noticed that like, I tend to be very loyal to like people I consider hotties from like teenage, you know, early. Yeah. yeah, All the way on up. I don't think I was ever really part of the Leo craze. Like I thought he was really cute, but he just like, wasn't like my guy. Sure. Okay. So, so I still feel the same way. I think like he's attractive, but like, it's okay. Okay. I'd probably date him, but like wouldn't seek him well, out. I mean, clearly he's got the pull. He's always dating the right. the next younger thing. I'm like sure. way beyond his age bracket, so I don't have to worry <laughs> about that. <laughs> Besides, you know, all the other logistics of like him knowing about my existence and whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so that was interesting. The other thing blowing up the internet this week um, oh. is the Mario movie trailer. So Nintendo had a direct this uh, this last week, and it was just to focus on the upcoming Mario movie. The movie is stacked with big names. Uh, mm-hmm. It's been in some form of pre-production, production development for many years, and we now have a trailer for it. Uh, okay. I feel like it was all going so well, and then we met our main character. <laughs> Yeah, I yeah, I mean, I thought it was great. It was like really it was a weird, unusual way to like introduce this trailer. I was like, what is happening? Like, why is there like a Bowser like lava ship like coming in? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, sense. I just like didn't quite know what it, what it was all like trying to set up. Like, who's here? I was very interested. Like, who are they attacking? They're attacking a castle. Oh, but it's a castle full of penguins. Like, yeah, you know. So it was all really fun. And then, yeah, Mario came in with his non-Mario voice. And I hate it. I hate <laughs> it. I hate it. Okay. It's, um, does, it, does it ruin the potential of the movie for you? Like, it's yes. that, is it that much? It does. Okay. Yes. Because in the exactly two seconds that Luigi was on screen and had two things to say, which were an O, he sounded more Italian than Mario did saying like five sentences. I honestly don't remember Luigi saying anything. Yeah, or he, being like there. He, okay. he literally is like, ah, oh, like just right. does like a little, you know. And I was like, really? We're so like Luigi is going to be maybe like full on accented Italian yeah. and Mario's just going to be like Chris Pratt doing something like a shade different to his voice. Well, my fear is that people are worried. They were worried that if they did the typical voice, they'd get cries of like, oh, that's not how Italians talk or blah, 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 or something. Like, I'm like, do an Italian accent. I mean, you don't have to make it a cartoon, but at least you could be like, try. I would have rather just had the Mario voice. Almost any anyone can do it. It's not difficult to do. And right. like, I, everybody knows it. It's just right. it. It's so. It's almost goes separate. with the character. Yeah, it's almost separate from. I mean, to me, could be offending somebody or could be you know wildly disagreed with, obviously. But to me, it it doesn't represent like an Italian accent that people think is believable or real no. or like set in any like. Oh, obviously, it's you know native to this region of Italy. Like, no, I don't think yeah. so. 
it's it, it's it feels it's the separate. Italian it accent feels... of Mushroom Kingdom or right. something. It's, you know, yeah, like... it does feel just like this is Mario. Yeah, yeah, it's distinctly Mario, and the Ita- Italian aspect of it, I think, has been long, largely dismissed. You know, right. since right. This the like graphics Italian, got better yeah. and the voices came in and all stuff. You know, it's just like so. Uh, for me, I am. I'm excited for this movie. I mean, I have nothing to go on but this trailer. And when I first started, I'm like, this is what Nintendo games could look like if we wanted. Um, because, you know, it was like when people take a game and they kind of remake parts of it in Unreal Engine 5 or whatever. Right. It's like, wow, it's so gorgeous with the ray tracing and stuff. So I had that element. It's like, I've never seen Mario stuff looking this good. That's cool. Yeah, I love the penguins amazing. from Nintendo 64 Mario, and they were, here they are and stuff. And oh, I thought that was cute and well done. Um, so I, I, I like all the, I don't like the accent, but it's not a deal breaker for me. I really wish they would have just gone with the stereotypical, this is what I'm familiar with for Mario. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe there'll it's, be enough. I'll, <laughs> I'll cry. They redo it. I don't know. It's yeah. like, uh, yeah, I don't know, but. I mean, maybe for me, that's all and the rest of it's great. I'm okay. Sure. For me, I mean, maybe I could like hear a little bit more of it because right now it's just so like, this is Chris Pratt just doing something, like I said, just like a little bit different to his voice, but I know it's Chris Pratt. So it's like, I don't know. It's very grating to me to just like know that that's just him talking. I think so maybe biggest... maybe I have to see if I can get over it. If he talk, like, you know what I mean? Sure. If like they do a whole like scene and maybe I can live with it, or if it's just like, no, this is going to continue to eat at me. Right. For me, if it would be, if they hadn't, if there was no comment previously that this accent is going to be unlike what anything you've heard before, I think that kind of set it up for me. Like, well, what is this accent going to be then? You know, what is this voice that you're going to be putting on? It's like, and then I listened to it, it's like. That's like Chris Pratt with maybe a little bit of East Coast in there somewhere. Right. Uh, yeah. It's a little, so. just a little hair of something different. I can't even yeah. tell what it is. Um, yeah. So if, if Mario was just going to talk, I almost wish they would just gotten some like rando nobody who I don't know. So I don't have sure. to like listen to Chris Pratt. Just have the, I mean, I don't know how dramatic it's going to get and how demanding of a role it will be. But mm-hmm. just their regular voice actor for Mario is good too, which I mean, yeah. so. Um, yeah, I don't know. But we shall see. I'm I'm still excited. Uh, I hope it uh, I hope it's good. I hope it's good. Yeah, I mean good uh, I luck. Jack- like the rest of it looks fun. Like a total trip and well written and I mean in the two seconds we get of the trailer, like yeah. it's a cute it's a cute little scene and it's fun yeah. to set up. But yeah, this that does bother me for sure. <laughs> Well, it's been setting the internet ablaze. Ablaze! Um, yep. Speaking of things on the internet, uh, um, maybe meant to be. Maybe meant to be. Okay. Yeah. That was the worst transition I think I've <laughs> ever attempted there. Um, well, we're going to talk about, uh, yeah, Webtoons. Mm-hmm. Um, well, this Webtoon, maybe meant to be, it's kind of a romantic comedy thing. We're on episodes 25 through 27. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. What'd you think about these three? These were good. Um, 
I was kind of frustrated starting out because I thought like here was like a chance for character growth and our main character wasn't going to take it. And then she did by like little baby steps across these three episodes. So I was very happy that there was a lot of like reflection, introspection, you know, like, why do I think like, why, why is this happening to me? You know, what is my physical body reaction saying about how I feel right now? So I really appreciated that. Like, finally we were getting a moment. Like it doesn't have to be like a great revelation. It doesn't have to be like, Everything's different from here, but we'd been wanting character progress, and finally we got it. So, thank you, authors. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to know like more about the creators of this uh, mm-hmm. manhwa, and there is normally like a link to a social media page or something like that, and there's just nothing. Yeah. I don't think for either neither the author nor the artist, mm-hmm. um, which is too bad, but. Um, you were definitely right about um, <laughs> uh, Minchol not kissing Gia. Yes. But, but what a fun twist again. But, yes, like, but wrong about there not being a kiss at all. Yes, right. Yeah, so. yeah. I, uh, I, I loved this. Like, it was very fun. Mm-hmm. It was a fun way to uh, introduce a kiss and, well, there you go, um, and have both our characters kind of be like, what? Yep. Yep. So. so then sitting, um, yeah, it was, it was a good way to, we obviously see the perspective of Gia more. So we're getting, um, a lot mm-hmm. of her, like you said, like questioning herself and what's happening yeah. here and whatever. Her monologue, but, for sure. Yeah. But then we also get a few moments with Minchol as well. Yeah. And so that's been nice. As, uh, nice. We have him going to work and the socks are mixed up. And he's like, you know, leaning over the sink, you know, splashing water on his face. So he's clearly affected by this Mustard. as well. Yes. But Gia has no idea. Um, mm-hmm. He's managing to not show this to her. And mm-hmm. um, so that's been a little frustrating for her or whatever. But I mean, I don't know if he's has just talked. That would help. But uh, right. You know. I love how one of like the tenants in their marriage is like, we have to talk about stuff. And they're like. Except when it like really matters, because then I don't want to talk about it. I'll just like (laughs) make some guesses internally and presume the other one isn't even thinking about it. (laughs) Yep. I love these moments when Gia sees Minchel differently. Yes. I I love it. Without glasses or like behind the reflection of his glasses. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I really, I love that that's really smart of the authors, Um, especially the like, because his glasses are normally so reflective that then when they like turn clear, like here, they're, they're non-reflect or, uh, yeah, no, they're reflective. Um, so you can't see what like his eyes are doing and you can't like mm-hmm. read that expression as well. But then when yep. they really want you to like get some clarity, like his glasses suddenly turn transparent and you can see right through. And I love that. Yeah. And I brought it up way back when we started this, but, I still really like the effective use of the silly art to the serious. Like when you have these moments right here, if you're watching, you know, where it's like a little more detail or, you know, you're getting the beauty glow on something, but then in a silly moment, like the facial expression will be completely cartoony and ridiculous. And like you, it helps shift you in understanding how you should view a situation and feel about something as well you know immediately if something's to be taken seriously or not. Right. And um, it's just a great 
thing about art and the way that you know manga and manhwa is done um, mm-hmm. to uh, emphasize um, emotion. So mm-hmm. I think it's done very well here. Yes, I agree. Um, let's see. So then, yeah, trying they're trying to get back to the normal um, routine of things, going back to the gym. Yes. Um, once again, and we have a more. So Gia's already well, dealing with. She can't take it right now in ter- certain parts. Like, what is my heart doing? Yes. We have to talk about before, though. <laughs> Jeez, what's wrong with my heart? I love it. Um, <laughs> we have to talk about before, though, her, like, I heard somewhere in, like, a quiz or a magazine that, like, if the way that someone eats is okay with you, it means you like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what kind of a bar is this? Like, <laughs> is this hey, legit? Andrea, you should understand, right? What do you, you mean? You don't like you don't like oh, how yeah. people. That's very true. So. That's very true. Um, so yeah, so I am I am definitely a person who would like be bothered by somebody eating terribly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, because yeah, I have uh, what is it uh, misophonia, um, especially when I can hear people chew or like okay. the way that people eat with like their mouth open like sends me into a rage like a literal actual rage it's so stupid i hate it um well but like but like normally like 95 percent of the time i can tune that out for chris and like it's like whatever and he's adorable and he can eat and it's fine but like probably not with like almonds or carrot or like baby carrots like that's sure. even he even he can't tolerate it i I was probably rude at some points to Ashley because I'm like, really? <laughs> like, you know, that's how you're going to, that's how you're going to consume this. <laughs> um, I know I was definitely rude at some points, but sure. it's just, everybody gets used to their certain things, I guess, yeah. you know, whatever. And uh, so, yeah, but I'm, I'm kind of with you. Like little things bother me sometimes with like, something in the car that rattles or whatever. And so the, that kind of thing goes along with, with the chewing or something. Mm-hmm. If someone's chewing with their mouth open, you better have a really bad cold. Like right. if you're really stuffed up and you can't breathe. All right. Otherwise I pass. Yeah. But otherwise, yeah, that, ugh, yeah. ugh, I hate it. <sighs> I'm sure there are like certain countries or like places where that's like not a thing that would just like drive me absolutely insane. Well, it's like you're supposed to, if you enjoy them, slurp your noodles in Japan. Right. You know, the sound is not only the way you slurp is like cooling it as you bring it in your mouth, but also I don't like doing that. Um, it's messy. I inhale too much air while I'm eating. I <laughs> yeah. don't prefer. It's like the the eating thing of Japan etiquette that I don't like. Sure. So. Sure. Yeah. But um, well, anyways, yes. Uh yeah, I, I, I forgot th- about that part, but yes, I thought I it thought was it was funny. very funny. And to be one hundred percent honest, uh, if we're judging Minchiol, he gets a zero, man. He gets a not attractive <laughs> for slurping down that chicken breast smoothie. Mm-hmm. Ugh. And I do love yeah. how she's like, I don't know if I can really tell by this because he's like slurping his food, but I thought he was okay mm-hmm. when we were eating dinner. Oh shit, maybe it was just because I was drinking. Like Yeah. 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 I yeah, she um she did uh 
you know, try to use the drinking as rationalizing some of this as well, yeah. her actions and stuff too. So, um, yeah, but I feel like she kind of got over that. Yeah, I was just gonna say, like, I I get that, like, normal people are like, well, maybe it's this thing, and you know, you do try to rationalize, but I, but I was like, oh, thank God, we're not gonna like actually just rationalize the whole thing. Yeah, I'm still gonna think about it because Which that could have like, been the thing, like she would have done before. Oh, ha, ha, laugh it off, laugh it off. I was just drunk, you know, kind right, of thing. Exactly, and so. then she doesn't even have to think about it to herself. But yeah, then yep. we like moved on to this like next gym scene. Where she was clearly like, oh, no, like, I do have to still think about this because I'm still having reactions and I'm not drunk. Mm -hmm. And again, so. now the perfect use of the Webtoon format, mm -hmm. because I was thinking to myself, I'd love to have to buy this in print. I just want to buy it in print. But sure. it will change the way some of this is like. So when we have the she's on the bench and he's spotting her the long vertical mm -hmm. down Animals, you know as yeah. their eyes meet but it's the uh, opposite um was was really good yeah and then she gets flustered because like crotch is right there um, <laughs> yeah. i can't handle this position or whatever she says so i mean she did the most reps she's probably ever she, gonna do yeah. in her life she's just like right. pumping it out mm -hmm. pumping it I out thought like that was her good heart's for pumping faster you know just that's starting a, yeah it's a motivational technique apparently yeah okay yeah so i'll try that um <laughs> well i think that's um probably it nothing too like uh crazy i just like where this is going this Me has too. been like maybe it sounds silly but this has been my favorite comic book that i've read in a while like i've okay. been reading a lot or whatever but it's just it's very addictive um i'm a fan of the art the story keeps keeps me interested and um yeah there's not a lot there's not too many things that i just want to keep reading for sure, sure. and uh this is just very well done so yeah i i really like this as well and and as a person who is is trying to branch out in the webtoon verse um i've been very pleasantly surprised by this it's one that i'm not just like cool i can like read my one every week and i'm good i really do like find myself looking forward to like oh, yeah i gotta get those like extra couple episodes i'm really excited to like spend that money you know spend those coins just to find out what happens um, yep so yeah and and like i said these these three episodes were really nice because there were finally some some moments of you know moving forward in relationship and understanding their feelings so yep yeah all right, that is maybe meant to be 25 through 27. Hopefully next week um, we're um, been a little off on schedule. We're talking about soul leveling still, so maybe we'll get to that one. But uh, yeah, did, we're gonna keep going. So I did read the next five for that, and that also moved the story nicely. I didn't okay. feel like I didn't feel like these next five were terribly filler like I felt about some. Nice. So I was, I was ple pleasantly surprised. Cool. Just saying that. Yeah. Well, I'll look forward to it and I hope you all look forward to it as well. That has been our extra short episode of Popcast on the rocks. Um, mm -hmm. episode Ichi Nissan. And, um, <laughs> I, how many languages do I need to say it in? Well, I mean, we'll <laughs> say it in a lot. We'll say it in more if we need to. Um, but, yep. Uno, dos, tres. Or, I, if, I, or if we I, count like Bono, right? 
Ons dos catorce, or what does what uh, yeah. uh, Bono say? In... Like, say... Un, dos, tres, catorce? Yeah, yeah, something like that. Or is it uno, dos, tres, catorce? It, I, like, is there a meaning behind that I'm missing or something? I, I have no idea. Or is it? Okay. That's one, All two, right. three, fourteen. I don't know. On a dual set. All right, there we go. Eins, zwei, drei. All right, we've got like five <laughs> languages on this show. We're so multilingual. Um, anyways, follow us on the social things: um, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, wherever. Um, please share, leave a review where you can, especially on like a podcast directory, like Apple Podcasts, would be appreciated. Thumbs up videos, all that sort of thing. Um, and. Follow along, you know, look at the thing. You can look at our back issue, back issues, back episodes. We've covered a lot of things. We've reviewed a lot of uh, Westworld and Doom Patrol and a lot of different stuff. Boys. So, yeah. you know, yeah, look through those. If you've watched them, maybe want a little more conversation, leave a comment. We'll go back to it as well and, um, you know, have a, have a talk. So anyways, that's that. Killing the Flower, they wrote our theme song. You should check them out on Instagram, YouTube, and Spotify. And with that, Andrea, thanks for joining me once again. Of course. As always, cheers, everybody. Fish guy, fish guy. <laughs>